Hey, New York. Welcome to Tales from the Abyss, the most unfiltered, unselfish, unapologetic, unpretentious, uncut, the greatest celebration of freedom of speech in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Tell him, Jay. Hope since that time again. That's right. It's time for another wonderful episode of Tales from the Abyss. Yep, Link and I are back, folks. I am Jay Lunderman, and with me, as always, is my uh, good buddy, partner in crime, and co-host, my man Link. And folks, this week we are back with a new movie. That's right, we have a new Nick Cage movie we got to get to. And we also have a topic today that I think is something that is near and dear to Link's heart. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm not a big taco eater. But there was a conversation with the other two hosts. And by the way, um, our other two hosts, one is recuperating. The other one was out of surgery and he... uh, He's doing very well. He's a little bit bored. I'm talking about Renny Rico because the doctors have not released him yet for proper precaution. Not that there's anything going wrong now. The surgery was right. a success. But, uh, yeah, we were having a conversation, man. And um, both of them, two hosts, I don't know where you find these people, Jay. But <laughs> they both said, both of them said the same thing, that the only tacos that they can eat is Taco Bell. What, what can I say, man? It's a sad, sad world. <laughs> Everything else makes them sick. So I, I said, you know, since I, I'm not a big taco eater, but I occasionally eat one, I make mine with ground uh, white turkey. I don't cook with lard, which is maybe the reason why they get sick when they eat at a Mexican restaurant, because part of the, the diet in, uh, in Mexican restaurants and in Mexico, they cook with lard, uh-huh. which we use to make our buskets. Which are delicious. Lard is used to cook anything in the South. Man, some bowberry biscuits with a Cajun chicken fillet in between. Mmm. Man, bowberry biscuits are the shiznit, man. I'm mm. not even kidding. Those things are so good. Man, they hit a gold mine when they invented them things. But um, yeah. I agree. So they both said that they cannot. I said, man, one of these days when when I get those people anywhere near, this is what what the other one said. Uh-huh. Sigler, the host of uh, Arthur. Arthur. Arthur Sigler, the host of uh, History Tales his, from his, the Abyss. from the Abyss. Um, he said, "Hey, man, real Mexican food kills my stomach. I'm German. <laughs> <laughs> I'm German slash Irish. You don't have to tell me your race. I don't. I'm not a Democrat. You don't have to identify your 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 race for me to be uh to be friendly." <laughs> Um, too not, oh, he said, too not sure why I get revenge so bad, <laughs> so bad, he gets revenge, man, oh my god, yeah, he must be, he must be allergic to lard. Could be, I mean, be, hey, I like Taco Bell too, just not all the time, but if I do get Taco Bell, it's always the cheesy gordita crunch wrap. That's your thing, the, the cheesy gordita, it, it's delicious. Yeah, that's I, like I don't the need, only thing. That, I, don't, I don't need Taco Bell. I, I can't just, like, I used to like the Doritos Locos Tacos that they had, but <laughs> the last several times that I've gotten it and I get it home to eat it, open up the wrapper and everything, uh-huh. it's, all, it's all soggy. There's, like, barely any meat in it. It's all lettuce. Well, there's no and meat the to begin you, with. It, 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 there's so much grease in the meat that it makes the shell soggy. I'm like, this is dog food. <laughs> man it's uh yeah it's a little bit on the rough side um 
Yeah, I don't know. He said, um, this is what, uh, let me get you what Rennie Rico said. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what Rennie Rico said. He was, he said, um, he said the only, the only real Mexican food he believes in that he can eat, he actually called it Mexican food. <laughs> it's Taco Bell. Mexican-American. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big fan. Once a year, I do the American taco. And I actually enjoy it, man. The, the American taco, just to have fun in the kitchen, listen to some music and make an American taco. All it is, the American taco is a hard shell. Uh-huh. With, I don't use ground beef. I use a ground ground turkey because I'm not a big taco eater, but I do eat tacos once in a while. So I got to keep them healthy. And uh, yeah, a little bit of shredded lettuce, diced tomatoes, shredded cheese. There you go. Now that's blasphemy if you don't shred your own cheese. In my house, we shred. Here, we shred my own cheese. In my house, we're too lazy. Too la- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, nothing again. I like shredding up my own cheese. I, but the problem is, I don't even think we have a cheese grater. Oh wow! No, I got, I got a cheese grater. This is, this is what, what Renny. I found it. This okay. might be blasphemy, but I haven't found an actual Mexican taco that I like more than. A Taco Bell taco. Oh, my God. Taco Bell is the only Mexican food I eat. <laughs> oh, jeez. This is what I wrote, Jay. I said, you horrendous janky. That's not a Mexican. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a Mexican taco or Mexican food at all. That's American-style taco, not even at the level of a Tex-Mex taco, which originated in America. Tacos on a movie on the next Tales from the Abyss is what I, what I wrote <laughs> That's funny. Then he says, New Jersey has corrupted my Latino soul. And I said, I believe you. And then the other guy got into it. And he says, Arthur Siegler got into it. And he says, uh, hey, man, real Mexican food kills my stomach. And then he says, you know, everything else. That he says, man, what is wrong with this cats? Jay, I don't know where you found them, Jay, but. My God, Taco Bell, Jay. I used to eat it when I was very, very young at three in the morning, two in the morning. It, it, it sounds like I found them. But coherent. In America. It sounds like I found them in America. Yeah, co- coherent. <laughs> man, in total control of my mental faculties, I could never walk into that place and order anything to eat. They had one at the end of my street, became a KFC now. And so, Lord, Lord what's a Mexican place that you recommend? But they're all different. I mean, they don't, I mean, I guess if there's a franchise, the thing is that they have Americanized the, the real Mexican place. The Mexican places that I recommend are the ones that I go to straight up in the hood. When people see me with a pistol in my waist, my big silver chains, and I'm walking in people's yards, it's because I'm actually a guest. And, gotcha. And they cook them. Right. They're probably like, oh, hell, here comes Dirty Leak. No. Oh. No, they they love me. Right now, everybody's distanced from me right now, except for Red Beer. Big shout out to Red Beer, who uh, brought me in some beef brisket this weekend. Asked me if he could bring me some beef brisket. Man, I'm like, nobody has to ask me if they could bring me beef brisket. You just simply knock on that door, knock the door down if you have to, and I will eat the beef brisket at any time. But Red Beer makes an excellent beef brisket, incredibly flavorful and and it's perfect but yeah i go i the, uh, you know the the people they put a um that flat top in their yard uh-huh drink a whole lot of beer if you if you can't drink um 
at least two and a half cases of beer in one night. Don't drink with Mexican people because you won't be able to catch up with them. Like my, said, dad told, my dad told me a story once. He used to be in the tire business and he used to do uh, business with people from uh, other countries all the time. Yeah. And one of, his, one of his biggest deals was with a gentleman in Mexico City. And uh, his son got married. I was not able to go to the wedding, but my parents went to my dad's buddy's son's wedding in Mexico City. And he said it was a reception that lasted the entire weekend. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, those people, it's like four in the morning and they're still <laughs> they're still drinking, dude. It's like modelos and modelos and modelos and modelos and modelos. And like, oh, was, man. It's incredible. Dad said... Every table at the reception had a homemade bottle of tequila at the table. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but, you know, going back to it, they put a flat top. We put a flat top in the yard, uh, caramelized some green onions, some regular white onions, uh, some meat, very well chopped, like a picture, picture the, uh, the, the image of the uh, Philly cheesesteak meat. Gotcha. And then they heat up the tortillas right there. They'll have some jalapenos that have been caramelized, some hot sauce all over the place that they make from scratch that is incredible. And yeah, you get yourself four little tacos on a plate and half an hour later, you pretend that you're not hungry and you go and make yourself four more. There you go. And that's it. But I guess not Rennie and and Sigler can't handle that. They're too strong for their stuff. Do you you think uh, think Rennie Rico and Arthur had Taco Bell on Mother's Day? (laughs) No, well, well, he wishes that he had a Taco Bell because Rennie was eating that bland food from uh, the hospital, he says. And I was like, yeah, you have to, man. Even when you get home, you have to eat bland food for a while. Make sure that you're absolutely yep. safe before you go back to doing any kind of things that can stress you out. But, yeah, he's he's doing well. He's having um, watching reruns of The Office and bore, yeah. bore out of his mind and eating bland food. You know, it's not good, but at least he... He he's grateful that he's breathing air and he's above ground. Poor guy. I called him yesterday to see how he was doing, and uh, he goes, "Well, AMC has showed the Adam Sandler movie Grown Ups twice, and I have to watch it." <laughs> yeah, that's what that's that's what he was saying. He was saying he's bored out of his mind, and he's yeah. Can't man. blame him. And the other man, we have not heard from him, so we don't know if he was with his family on a a Mother's Day. I talked to Arthur on Friday. He's uh, he's still recovering, but he's recovering nicely. Yes. Um, he's got to, you know, there's he's got to take it easy too. He has to watch what what he eats and and stuff like that because Arthur, uh, when he had his surgery a couple uh, several weeks ago, mm-hmm. when he got sent home, he had something he weren't he wasn't supposed to eat. And uh, didn't really know about it, I guess. Anyway, had something he wasn't supposed to eat, and it ended up causing him a lot of pain. Oh, wow. So, yeah, folks, listen to the doctors. Don't eat what you're what you're not supposed to, <laughs> especially yeah. in a situation like that. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm on, a, I'm on a special diet right now. I'm doing good, man. This, this, not only have I done every single show, but I look back, Jay, I should be ashamed of myself. All them shows that I did drunk with you. <laughs> Dude, I haven't had a drop of alcohol in uh, a month. Since February since February 19. I mean, you have to degrade yourselves. I mean, not you, but in my case. And, you know, people don't give a shit. Some of the personal friends don't give a fuck. I'm like, man, like, I'm like, 
because I lie about it in order to get away with not drinking. Because this, I mean, like red beer walking to my house with a bunch of beer on Saturday. I'm like, no, man, I'm an alcoholic. I, oh, I've known you. How can you be an alcoholic and you focus and you do everything? And I'm like, no, I can't. And eventually I'll have a beer and I'll have a drink of tequila. Like Thursday, I'm going out with the boys for a heavy metal concert and celebrate my birthday. I don't know if I'll drink or not because if I'm driving, I won't have a drop. But um, wow, that's right. Oh, that's right. You got a birthday coming up. Man. Yeah, my birthday Saturday. More likely I would have to work. I'm not absolutely sure yet uh, until the schedule comes out. But I think I have to work. But uh, yeah, but I'm not I'm not if I go back, I'll go back and have a drink. But I've been doing so good working out every day that it's like, man, like I had I had I've been craving burgers all week and I had a burger on Saturday and I was like, I know I'm going to pay the price tomorrow at the gym. Right. That's a good thing about working out. When you work out, it puts that pressure in your brain when you see something that is harmful and you're going to eat it because you know the next day you're going to pay the price. Or that afternoon, you're going to pay the price. Or you know how hard it is to burn 200 calories in a gin or 400 calories. So you're yeah, like, it's hard. Yeah. yeah, man. Like I saw this uh, hot mustard Doritos. Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, man, I like to try that. And then I look at the calories, and I was like, no, it ain't worth it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm supposed to have stuff with this doesn't have much sugar in it or little to no sugar. That's good. So <clears throat> these I've been drinking these Body Arbor drinks that have this, not the regular ones, but the other ones with zero sugar in it. Uh, which sucks, man, because I was a sugar guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I carry those in my car. I got like two cases, one one case of water, one case of the body armor, zero sugar in the bay. Yeah, but uh, I tell you what, I, hey, real quick though, while it's on my mind, um, happy Mother's Day to those out there who call themselves mothers, <laughs> which was yesterday. Yeah, happy Mother's Day to all the ladies. I wrote them a beautiful poem and I send it to the personal friends. Some ladies got it in Spanish. Some ladies got it in English. I send posted a, an apology if somebody gets it on on a language that they don't understand. Tough luck. <laughs> well, I was going to say Happy Mother's Day to my wife Caitlin, uh, who who's actually at work today. She works her she works her ass off. To be honest, she mm. works she works hard. She's a hard worker. So when you might read a bum, then you got to work double. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's exactly it. Man, when but, you... uh, she she's a hard worker. She's a great mother. She's does everything she can for our kids, and also to my mom as well. You know, yeah. without her, without her, there wouldn't be a tales from the abyss. No, two great, two great, <laughs> women, two very, two great, great women. One raised a marine, and the other one married one, and changed That's right. and changed him for the better. We got yeah, oh yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know where I'd be without my wife. Today. No, I don't know. I don't know where you'd be without that woman. I'm still trying to figure out. Everybody's trying to figure out how you pulled that one out. Uh, dude, as, you know. <laughs> on the next on the next Tales from the Abyss, Jay's love story will be revealed. Yeah, love story. I can just tell you which website to go to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So yeah, we addressed the uh, the we wish uh, uh, Sigler and and Randy Rico a speedy recovery because we miss yes. them here on the show, man. They they bring another ledgers to the show and definitely looking forward to having them back on a weekly basis with their show, especially in July when I take a month off or <laughs> I take a week off. No, taking a month off, huh? No, this year I'm not taking it, but I like I like to do some. Uh, um, yeah, no, I'm not taking a month off. I'm just joking. We take a month off in December. I'm not gonna do it in, in July. We'll do a show every week. 
we'll take the week of Fourth of July off. Yeah, we can do that. I understand. Yeah, that. we do yeah. that every year, every year, and maybe too, man. I don't even know. Maybe that'll be in play too. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But definitely, uh, what we came in here to do today. Now that we addressed the taco incident, and you said that, yeah. What once again the uh, the best places to go for taco would be a. Uh, Man, it's really a taco truck in the worst neighborhoods. <laughs> the worst neighborhoods have the best tacos. That I mean, that's I that's, love little dive places like that. Yeah, you know? I go to I go to uh, Hispanic supermarkets around here in my area that have a uh, that have an area that serves hot food, and I'll buy some beans. I'll buy some fresh made tortillas and. Yeah, it's, 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 you won't find the real good stuff in the regular supermarket or in definitely a Mexican restaurant. The Mexican restaurant is just made up for the American palate. Right. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's just a lot of stuff covered in cheese, and that's it. Well, that's what they think. They can cover anything with cheese. Yeah, it's just Mexican or gratin is what they should call the, the damn places. But, yeah, I don't, I don't go to them, so I wouldn't know. Fair enough. I mean, like I said, I like Taco Bell to a certain extent, but yeah. if I'm getting anything from there, it's the cheesy gordita crunch wrap, and that's really about it. But I'm not a big taco eater. I am a big horror fan, so let's go with Renfield. Is 2023, Jay, American Comedy Horror. Director with our man, Nicholas Freaking Nicholas Cage. and it's back, baby. He's back. He's back. I didn't like that one that he made with Pedro Pascual. I know Pedro Pascual is like... Like Wolverine on on the, the uh, middle nineties uh, Marvel comics, he appear everywhere now. Are you talking about that unbearable weight of massive talent? Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was a good family movie, easy to watch and whatnot. But you know, it was not my Nicolas Cage. It was Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage, and eh. it was okay to me. It was, okay. it was just a movie. It was a movie to me. Uh, the unbearable weight was. Was something that was made for Nicolas Cage to show out. That's just, that's just my opinion. Yeah, because I mean, uh, he he does different versions of himself, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I didn't mind it. I mean, if you're a big Nick Cage fan, absolutely watch it. But yeah, um, yeah, the movie we're about to talk about, Renfield. I think I liked it better. Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, once again, Chris McKay. You know, you know him from somewhere, right, Jay? Who's that? Chris McKay. Chris McKay, Chris McKay. He's the director of this movie. He did a few seasons of Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken. I was a big fan of that show. Me too. That's ago. that's why that's why when I saw I was like, huh? He also yeah. uh he did his his directorial debut in uh the Lego Batman movie, which I highly enjoy. Wow, yeah, Lego Batman movie is filled with nostalgia. I love it. Man, let me see what else he did that I highly enjoy. Um, well, he wrote that Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Honor Among Thieves. Haven't seen that one The yet. story, he wrote the story. I don't know, I don't, I haven't seen it, so I don't know how good it is. Um, yeah, the Robert Chicken, the Star Wars Episode 3, that was him, that was good. Let me see, what else? Oh, man, Moral Oral, I like that. Okay. I don't know if you have ever seen it, but he was the producer, the writer, and the director. 19 episodes. That shit is... It's just sarcastic. This thing is good, man. Um, I don't think I've seen that one quite yet. Once again, the, the robot chicken Star Wars, Titans Maximum. I don't remember Titans Maximum. Man, I could be... 
Robot Chicken was so funny back in the day. I haven't watched it in a long time, but it was, God, that was so funny how they they did that. They made fun of, you know, society and pop culture, and they took all these old school action figures, some I had when I was a kid, you know, like He-Man and Transformers, and yeah. turn it into these little skits. I love it. I thought, I thought Robot Chicken was great back it in the great. day. It was great. It was great. Here's another hidden gem that he did that, this one, it was Chris Pratt, The Tomorrow uh-huh. War. That thing was good. I haven't seen that. I do like Chris Pratt. Oh, man, you haven't seen that? Uh-uh. That's a good movie there, bro. They did that for yeah. Amazon. I was blown up. That should have been in the movie theater. I, was, I think that one came out right at the time when things were still yes. going straight to, yes, yes, that straight one to home market. Yeah, no, that one came out when the when they in the middle of the pandemic, like in a Christmas. Yeah, yeah the, down in December. And then this movie was uh the story was by Robert Kirkman. You know him, right, Jay? Uh Kirkman, Robert did he help create The Walking Dead? Yes. He is okay. the uh he is uh credited for co creating The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead. Now there's like, even though they ended the original series, now they're coming back with two more, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, it's stuff things that have been played out, just like vampires have been played out, and that's why you're seeing all this uh, different takes on it. Like, there's a movie coming out of uh, one of the, the, the chapters in the uh, Bram Stoker Dracula, when they're inside the, the boat traveling the ocean. Yes, I did see something on that. It's supposed to come out later this year. Yeah, and then there's Renfield. Renfield being a comedy and a good one. Um, it reminded me of that movie with uh that they did in Netflix with uh Jamie Foxx. May he may 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 he get better too. Another speedy recovery, hopefully for him. And it's a Netflix movie about vampires. What what was it? The night shift or something like yeah, that? Yeah, the night shift and the night shift. I like that. That was good. I thought they were gonna make more of those. Like a friend. I thought that was pretty good too. Uh yeah. I mean nothing earth shattering, but it was decent. It was, it was entertaining. Same with Renfield. Yeah. Renfield is it I'm not going to sit here and say it's a five-star movie, but it's definitely worth the watch just for entertainment value alone. No, Redfield is good good action, good comedy Mm -hmm. in it. Nicholas Holt is another star in the movie. Yeah. What's your favorite? My favorite part is when they they arrive with the mother of this criminal, the the lady. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And the dude, they gave the dude his parking, his parking spot. Yeah, that was pretty good. (laughs) That was good. I, and, you know, Nicolas Cage as Count Dracula, the director, when they were able to sign Nick Cage, the director had to have been, like, just jumping for joy when yeah. he got Nick Cage as Dracula because he knew all the fanboys, wet dreams out there, just magnified <laughs> to see something like that. Yeah. And I'll tell you. Uh, Nick, I'm not saying he's not my favorite Dracula. I think me and you both agree Christopher Lee is the best Dracula. Oh man, that's my, that's my dude, bro. That's my dude, and I, I've always said honorary mention to Jack Palance for his performance of Count Dracula because it was very <laughs> underrated and very under, underappreciated. But a lot of hardcore fans they give that man his respect for that one. 
Absolutely, but I will say Nick Cage was a fun Dracula. He was. He I was. He was a him. very fun Dracula because he walked around with that uh, that uh, charisma. He had that presence. He was arrogant. Yeah. You know, he was all the things that Dracula should be as as, as, as an immortal or sort of an immortal that has wandered the earth for hundreds of years, if not thousands. Yeah, and then he's got this little manservant who wants no part of it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, get, Renfield's like, get me. I do not want to serve Dracula anymore, please. Yeah. Ben, ben Schwartz as, uh, as Lobo, he was also exceptional because, man, he, he was, he was easy to hate on the TV. Absolutely. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The other lady, I'm not going to pronounce her name, Rebecca, on the, sh the, the, the police officer because I'm going to ruin her name. It sounds like Aquafina and then I'm going to people. Aquafina. Yeah. That's her name for real? Like I'm the bottle, sure that's like, it. The, like the bottle of water. I didn't want to pronounce the name, but then people be calling the show and saying that I'm racist <laughs> because I call a woman a bottle of water because that's a bottle of water company. It is. Yeah, so I didn't want to pronounce it. That's a, that's how that is spelled, Aquafina. I, th I mean, her name could be Deer Lake. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, don't get us in trouble, Jay. But definitely, nah. she was also very good on the. Uh, on the show this uh, the, the movie this this movie this movie when it came out i was hoping that it would be that it would be good just because nicolas cage was in it but th th definitely with the action and everything a very good movie people were complaining that nicolas cage was not in it a lot but if you think about it with all the special effects he was actually in it a lot it was just not nicolas cage but you know the well i mean It's not, <clears throat> Nicolas Cage is in it and he has a big role, but it's not necessarily a Nicolas Cage movie, you know what I mean? It's, no, it's about Renfield. Like the yeah, title, like the title state. Yeah, played by Nicholas Holt, who, you know, we've talked to, we've seen him in other movies before. Um, he was recently in a movie called The Menu. I don't know if you've seen it, but man, that was a strange movie. Man, for somebody that, that has seen restaurants and work on them and stuff, this was very, uh... Very interesting the uh, the menu. It was it was kind of crazy. It was crazy as hell. Is what it was. I mean, Ray Fiennes, who's the main chef in the movie, he actually played a very good role. Nicholas Holt, who had a supporting role, was awesome as the uh, the young man who who's kind of forced to cook something. <laughs> he was over. And, he was overwhelmed by everything in the movie until they until they decided that they, his number was up. Yeah. Uh, but the, I mean, the menu was, it, it was a decent enough movie. It's just really strange. John Leguizamo is in that movie too. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he, uh, John, poor John Leguizamo. He's so oppressed. He's always on the news for being oppressed. I, th I think he was just pissed off because he wasn't asked to voice Luigi in the new Mario movie. That's why he was pissed? I don't know because when the Mario movie first came out a few weeks ago, He came out saying that uh, he was pretty much, you know, he was uh, mad that, uh, you know, uh, an American, an Italian-American wasn't voicing the, Mario or Luigi. Well, it's a cartoon, right? It's based off a video game. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, the movie. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw that it's in the movie theater. I just haven't gotten to see it, but yeah. So, yeah, but he's always giving complaints about shit like that and stuff. And it, I, I respect him if he's an activist and stuff. But when you're crying wolf over everything and you're belching lobster and living rich and you always act like you're oppressed, you know that I always I don't give you yeah. no love in this show for that shit. When there's American people losing their jobs and living in poverty. Um, 
But yeah, that that um, he was on that one. He and Renfield. He was on Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, he was nuts. He was on Warm Bodies, which is another yeah. horror comedy. I have I have seen it, but. I, I still love Mad Max Fury Road. What an awesome movie. And they're coming now with Furiosa. Yeah, it's a prequel. A prequel to uh, Mad Max. And that should be a hit, too, because uh, this one was huge, man. What you expected, I was never expecting a movie that, that was based on that old classic from uh, from Mel Gibson when I was a kid to be remade or made a new version of it and be that popular, especially when you put something to cover Tom Hardy's face. Yeah, Tom Hardy, you know, Mad Max Fury Road is just as much as Charlene Theron's movie as it is Tom Hardy's. Uh, but still, again, George Miller, that the ideas he came up with from this movie, to sit it in this wasteland out in the desert and to have it look the way it does, filled with practical effects, too. Real stunts, real vehicles blowing up and flipping over. You have real dudes on those pogo sticks going back and forth from vehicles at the end of the movie. I mean, all that's real. That's real dudes. You know, um, you know. another thing that we haven't touched about uh, Nicholas Holt is that uh, uh, he's being considered for Superman. I read about that. He was being he was being considered for Batman too until Pat Robert Pattinson beat him out. Yeah, Robert Pat- <laughs> Yeah, Robert Pattinson. And I'm glad he did, because Robert Pattinson did a great Batman, a great young Batman. I thought it was oh man, the car chasing the Batman you know, when he's chasing after the penguin is outstanding. Outstanding. Here's the the realities of this movie that we're talking about, Jay. Because I always it- like to go to the numbers. The reality is that at the end of the movie they discuss how we don't even know if he's really dead. Right. The way that they bury him. Here's the reality. He is really dead because the budget was $65 million and this movie brought brought in 24.3. So do not expect a Renfield 2 anytime soon. And it was a good movie. It was a good movie. I don't know. Maybe it was running in the movie theater against some things that were very heavy. You got to think, too, Renfield was going up against other horror films like Evil Dead Rise and Scream 6. It was in between those two. Yeah, I mean, and like I was telling you before we started recording, I finally got to watch Evil Dead Rise, and I absolutely loved it. There was also a video game that was released. I guess it was for, for uh, it was a Skybound game, and it was released in April for Microsoft Windows. Skull, huh, I haven't seen it. Skull Renfield, bring your own blood. Mm. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't don't expect this. Yeah, it was I was uh oh here's what I was running against. I was running against the uh the Pope's Exorcist. Another horror movie. Mm, a good one too. Uh Mafia Mama. Don't know nothing about that. <coughs> I didn't even know that was the movie. <laughs> yeah. Sweetwater. And Sosumi. Huh? I don't know. That's that's what I said. And then uh it went Wait, what the... is it a movie about the beers? No, I don't think so. Uh. <laughs> there is a, a beer in your neck of the woods. That beer is from Georgia. Yeah, no. Sweetwater four twenty, yeah. No, 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 no. It's about uh, Nat Clinton, the first African American American, but they the 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 in this country, they have to call somebody African, even though it's an American, to to, um, 
Yeah, an American to sign a contract with the National Basketball Association. I mean, it's it's a historical movie. Let's put it, it's the first black man to sign a, a a contract with the National Basketball Association. And yeah, it's a movie. I'll probably watch it in the future because I, I like the I like NBA. And this was a, a you know they don't make enough enough noise about 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 his story like they do in baseball for Jackie Robinson. And he is. I got gotcha. you. And he is as important part of the fabric of this country as Jackie Robinson is. Right. I got that's true. Yeah, because uh yeah, he's 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 somebody that you never hear when you're talking about the transition because it shows how you know how far this country has come. Perfect we're not, but you know, things like this, we're glad that they took place and that we live in a country that's going forward like that. Not perfect, right. but going forward, you know, despite all the shit that they talk about us. And um uh, <laughs> John Wick Chapter Four. Oh yeah, that thing was in between there with John Wick Chapter Four. You ain't touching no John Wick. John, yeah, John Wick. So I haven't seen Chapter Four yet, but I can't wait. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. super excited. You ain't touching that. And let me see what the critical response was for this movie. Um, Rotten Tomatoes fifty seven. Uh, I mean, that's not horrible. No, it's not bad. A little bit more would have been a must see. What was the audience score? The it was. The audience score is 57. What was the, okay, and the credit score is the same thing? Yeah, to the best of my knowledge. I mean, uh -huh. I would have to go uh -huh. to the website. I'm just checking this. You know, in a, in a, well, Redfield was, like I said, I mean, it's nothing earth shattering. shattering. It's, a, it's just an entertaining movie. It's just about, it's a different take of Dracula. You know, you have yeah. this Dracula's lackey trying to start another life and walks away from him and. <laughs> You know, craziness ensues. <laughs> and he will not let his lackey go away. No, he doesn't want him to go. No, and it shows how manipulative he is. Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah, man. Renfield had to make an escape. And, you know, the, the, the 65 millions went all into special effects. Right. Because Nicolas oh, Cage, he's not that expensive to the best of my knowledge. No, but there is a recent interview of Nick Nick Cage I found on YouTube when when uh, promoting Renfield, uh -huh. and uh, they asked him about his career over the past ten years, and he just kind of laughed and goes, "I was in financial trouble." <laughs> oh yeah, no. <laughs> he's, like, yeah. I had, he's like, I had to take stuff left and right to get myself out of trouble. He goes, now he goes, I realize. Some of the movies I made weren't very good. He goes, and I realized that going into the movie. He goes, but I needed the money. And he said, yes, I am out of trouble now. I'm glad he is. Yeah. But yeah, he was uh, he was in trouble with the IRS. But he did also mention two movies that he loved from that era. And that's Mandy and Pig. Oh, man, that's that fresh? I thought he... He, he, I lo thought he, said it, he loved Mandy and And, and pig that yeah. he started in, which we us here at Tales from the Abyss we have covered before. Yeah, the color of space was also good. That's what it was called, the color of space. Color out of space, yeah. Oh, the color out of space. That was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, Richard Stanley movie. Um, but I'm I'm hoping Nick Cage. You know, I, I, word has it is that he's get. You know, they're going to do a sequel to Face Off. I don't I don't know how that's going to work. But that's that's what I heard that they're doing a sequel and uh yeah a sober oh. a sober Nicolas Cage is a deadly Nicolas Cage. Yeah, speaking of sequels, did you see where my man 
the legend Stallone as signed on to do Cliffhanger 2. Yes. Because I'm, I'm a big fan of Cliffhanger 1, so. Sign me the fuck up. I'm already in line. Oh, man. I'm right, you, ready. You like that movie? I love Cliffhangers. Man, I wish you would have done Cobra 2 or... I don't think it can work. I don't, I'm starting to wonder how it's going to work myself. I mean, Stallone is far beyond from being a spring chicken. Uh, I mean, the man's in his, what, mid to late 70s? Yeah. So, I mean, I can't. I mean, a lot of CGI work would have to be done to watch Stallone climb a mountain nowadays. So, uh, I mean, I'm interested. And oh, other big news, I don't know if you saw... Um, Stallone's, you know, Rocky Ford co-star Dolph Lundgren announced that he had that he's been battling cancer. Yeah, such a healthy guy, dude. That's been, I mean, he's been working out relentlessly his whole life. So yeah, when I read that, I was like, man, I hope this guy, if somebody can make it, it's him. But I hope he does. And uh, yeah, dude, I mean, if it happened to him, it could happen to anyone because this dude, he was uh, in the army in his country, work out relentlessly and. Man, it's a shame, but I hope he 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 makes a full recovery because he's had it rough. Yeah, I mean it's last um, time we saw him was on a, on on a Creed two, right? Uh, so last movie I've seen him in. Yeah, so I guess it happened after that that it started getting bad. That's all I can think I, of. Yeah, for a while there, though, you know, he was turning out you know a couple of those straight to home or straight to you know video-on-demand movies, you know, those little action movies he's been doing for years and years. You know what got, uh, what got uh, Nicolas Cage in trouble? The, uh, well, despite the fact that he was, uh, he was drinking at one point a little bit heavy, but uh, the uh, with the taxes, man, Nicolas Cage owned a Bavarian a castle between 2007 and 2009. Mm -hmm. He owned, like, a, a small property in the Bahamas, 40 acres. It's not small. He just owned, huh. he owned a bunch of a bunch of mansions, man. He owned in Middletown, Rhode Island, 26 acres. Oof. Man, he owned too many houses. I mean, this man was running around like Tom Cruise. I know at one point Nick Cage owned the first ever, you know, printing or first ever copy of Superman Action Comics number one. Oh, man. Let's talk about... Uh, Talking about comics, if anybody's in the greater Charlotte area, the sign, the Discovery Center, the Science Museum has a Marvel Comics exhibition where they have some of the first, the first Marvel comics on display. And they have a lot of memorabilia. They have the suits from the original uh, Iron Man, from Thor, from uh, Captain America. Um, the last, the latest... Um, Black Panther, they have a lot of cool shit in there, man. I went crazy over the Incredible Hulk. Oh, they have the radio, the original radio from the uh, Wanda, WandaVision show. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have the suits from the WandaVision show, the original ones, the one worked by the by the by the actor and the actress. Oh, that's cool. That was one of the best shows in the in the, the Disney Network. I'm watching right now the Mayhem. <laughs> I like that Muppet show. Watching the what again? Mayhem. The Mayhem um, Man. Yeah, Dr. Teeth and the Mayhem and the Electric Mayhem. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Muppets, yeah. I like that shit. Hell yeah. But yeah. I'm not really right now. I can't get into anything. Oh, okay. 
I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, we can never get you to 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 watch. I mean, I was surprised that you watched Renfield. I was happy that you watched Renfield. Oh, I had to, and Nick Cage. I had to. I had to check it out. Nick Cage's Dracula. Yeah, I had to. I had to watch that. Nicholas Cage could actually. It could have been the poster. I mean, the show so intimidating. He could have done a real Dracula if he wanted to. I agree. Yeah, the way he fixes his hair and stuff, man. Yeah, it's a uh, shame this one didn't. This one came out at the wrong time or something, dude. Because we could have. Yeah, we could have seen a part two, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, Nick Cage is, in my opinion, is just now kind of starting like this. He's trying to get back on that comeback trail in Hollywood. Get back into you know A list movies again. You know what I mean? I, and I, and I think Renfield is a very, very good step in the right direction. Uh, I mean, let's face it, Nick Cage has had movies over the past several years that probably should have gone to the theaters, uh, like Mandy and Pig. And he'll out, you and I both love Willy's Wonderland. Oh, I love me some Willy Wonderland. And that's you want to see Nick Cage go ape shit? Watch Willy's Wonderland. And he's not even talking, man. That's like a solid horror movie. It looks scary, dude. Like, like, like real horror fans would love this movie. Absolutely. I mean, and, uh, you got a, you got an arcade in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's basically, you know, the Chuck E. Cheese from Hell. Yeah, it's the Chuck E. Cheese from Hell. Oh yeah, I don't even get me started. I like that movie. I, but, I never got nothing bad to say, but definitely, I think Renfield is a good, solid uh, action comedy movie that you should watch for entertainment purposes, and you will enjoy yourself. But I think. Like like Jay said, Jay Jay hit the nail in the head. I mean, now that I read what came out at the same time with this, when the Pope's Exorcist was just good horror movie, and uh, and Super Mario Brothers, that one everybody and their mama went to see that. Everybody. Yeah, me excited. and my son just watched that on Saturday night. See, everybody went to see that, dude. Like, yeah. it is what it is. That movie was just well received. So yeah, they. I'm reading an article right now, and it says the same thing you said. No. It was no match for the Pope's Exorcist or, or the Super Mario. No, I mean, Renfield was kind of quiet. I mean, it was, it was, if you were a big fanboys like we are, um, I mean, we, we knew the movie was coming a year ago. Yes. We, we knew Nick Cage was going to play Dracula. Yeah, no, it had but a big boss around it, too. It did. It did. Over the past years, it had a pretty big buzz behind it. And uh, I think this is a movie. That uh, that will gain serious cult status down the line. Um, I, I would not be surprised to see in retro houses throughout the country in the next five to six years, Renfield on a double bill with something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they do take a life of their own once they're out of the movie theater. They do, and I love movies like that. I love how movies bombed, but yet I found a fan base. I found a following like that. Um, Tarantino Rodriguez double feature Grindhouse. Grindhouse, but you know what? Grindhouse, the planet horror, does not get what? enough love. Oh, Planet Terror. Planet Terror. See, I didn't even remember the name. But Look, it's I love the double bill concept. Me too. I enjoyed I, it. I went to the movie theater to watch it. <coughs> but it never got enough love. The the horror, the zombie one. Yeah, the first movie, Planet Terror, was actually really good. It was way better than Tarantino's Death Proof. And yet, Death Proof is the one that I like. 
Death Proof, I love Kurt Russell. I'm a huge Kurt Russell fan. I always have been. But, uh, man, Death Proof is good. And the main reason I like Death Proof is, and uh, if you've never seen it before, you really do not know where that movie is going. No. So, that's what I like about it. But overall, Grindhouse, you know, when it was released, bombed at the box office. I mean, completely. And it has since found new life. Yeah. I mean, dumbass movies from back in the day, like Flash Gordon, have found a new life. Yeah. Yeah. I have Flash Gordon on Blu-ray. It's dumb as hell, but it's fun. It's fun, man. <laughs> I, I like I like that movie. I really do. Yeah. So, I'm a, but it, I mean, and I think Renfield's going to be along those lines. We'll, we'll be hearing about Renfield again in Retro Houses and, and people talking about how much they love Cage as Dracula. And who knows, maybe five, six, seven years from now, fans will be clamoring for more Nick Cage as Dracula and we'll get another one. No, you won't. No, no, you don't think so? No, because the money's the money. They don't, they don't look at shit like <laughs> you. <laughs> they don't look at shit like you and I look at stuff. Because uh, for them, it's all about the money. It's a business. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you spend money, you got to make it to get it back. So, I mean, I get it. And Hollywood's always just been business. I mean, I get it. And, I mean, look at summer movies for studios nowadays. Did you hear, oh, by the way, speaking of new movies, I read recently that a test screening for the new Transformers went horribly wrong. Uh, this oh man yeah with the animals and this and that the, yeah I think it's it's got it's based off of Beast Wars I forgot the official yes, title yes yeah, Beast Wars <laughs> Wars yeah 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 it's not yeah good. so far the early test screenings are not good yeah I was expecting this one to be a flop which sucks because the one before this one Bumblebee was actually really good I haven't seen Bumblebee. It wasn't Bumblebee was, is better than any of the Michael Bay movies. Wow. Wow. I'm telling you that right now. But I that, love it. That's a shame if this one flops because, uh, yeah, I got an announcement to make. I will go and see uh, uh, Fast and Furious 10. <laughs> 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 you sound like you're in an AA meeting. <laughs> oh, no, I'm far from being in an AA meeting. Hi, my never. name is Link, and I will be going to see the new Fast and Furious. Never been in more control of my mind as I am now. Um, so, what, all right, so what's the reason? Oh, I saw the trailer, and uh, man, that thing looked nice. All the experiences. Uh, dude, uh, I, they sold me with Jason Momoa as a villain. Yeah, so, yeah they, they saw me with he He's a great villain. Oh, Jason Momoa is awesome, man. Yeah. People forget. He was the villain in the Stallone movie, Bullet to the Head, and he yeah. was great. Yeah, I think they, they destroy him with that uh, with that uh, uh, Aquaman. That's when people stop looking at him as a, as, a, as a good villain. But, dude, as a villain, cocky, malevolent smile, yeah, that movie's going to be, it's going to be one. Did, did you see that they're going to make Fast and Furious ten into three movies. Yeah, yeah, no, they ain't gonna let you. They ain't gonna let you go that easy. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of milking the money cow dry, <laughs> but holy crap, man, that is beyond milking the cow dry. I think Ben Diesel. He must. He must be a billionaire. How much money does? What is that Ben Diesel's uh, net worth? 
net worth? Oh, more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, why, 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 why? It was bad enough that they were going to turn Fast 10 into two movies, which is kind of what the big thing is nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's make the last movie of, of a franchise into a two-parter. They did it with Harry Potter. They did it with Twilight. They did it with Hunger Games and, 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 and so forth. So I kind of get it, but I don't know, man. If you think about the whole history of the Fast and Furious franchise, it's really kind of mind-blowing. And it's also a great example of, of how excess can bring in big dollars. Okay, his net worth is... Uh, a lot of people must not be going to see this Fast and the Furious because his net worth is two, $255 million, which is no pocket change. But I thought Ben Diesel might not be a billionaire with all those uh, with all those Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, I, I mean, they probably saw... Fast Nine when they went into space in the Fiero, they're like, "Yeah, we're, we're cutting your paycheck, pal." <laughs> oh God! No. But I'm interested in Fast Ten mainly because, like I said, Jason Momoa is the villain, and so I probably will end up watching it at some point. I mean, I had to make myself watch Fast Nine, so yeah, I couldn't. I, I I wasn't a big fan of it, but definitely this one. I think it's Jason Momoa who sells this one. I don't know who can they go after this. I mean, I mean, think about it. This whole series has come down to this. I mean, a series that started about a group of punks, street racers. Yep. Who become globe-trotting super spies. Yep. You know, with souped-up fast cars, making enemies everywhere they go. Whose brother's been a spy all over the world. Who They got... They got <laughs> <laughs> A brother that comes into the picture that was never mentioned in the eight previous movies. Yeah, we never knew nothing about him. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what the fuck? Why not? Why Who knows not? if what? Jason Momoa is another brother or a nephew? Uh, he's going to be like a second cousin once removed. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, they got an imagination over there. I mean, it's running wild. Who you think? I uh, guess I guess Jonathan Mayers will be the next villain after this. Maybe. Uh, they they got to go with whoever's red hot out there. But Tom Cruise, I mean, Tom Cruise is doing the same thing with the new uh, the new Mission Impossible. This is basically one of two. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, I'm looking forward to it though, man. Um, I like the Mission Impossible movies. I will say this. My wife and I watched Mission Impossible 2 last week. <clears throat> because that, that's really probably the one I haven't seen in a really long time. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, that movie's boring. Tom Cruise is, uh, like, I don't know. Tom Cruise is, like, very enigmatic. A friend of mine was at the, uh, with his girl. He was at the, uh, uh, Michael Jackson's sister, Janet Jackson's, uh, concert. Concert? Here, yeah, here in Charlotte on Friday, I think it was. And guess who, who walks with security throughout the crowd? Who? Tom Cruise. That's funny. He must be filming. I, that's what I said. Nobody knows what he's doing here in Charlotte. I don't know if he's going around looking for uh, locations or he needed to be there for something. Or well, after Tom, after Top, after Top Gun Maverick, Tom Cruise can do whatever the hell he wants to. Yeah, he. I mean, maybe he's a fan of Janet Jackson. Shit, he's a human being too. He wants control. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but Jay, uh, I've been I've been telling everybody the. Uh, 
last words on uh on uh Renfield is definitely don't skip on this movie. Definitely worth the watch. Entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like we've been saying this whole episode, it's all entertainment. That's all what that's, all that's what that's what Renfield is. Good old fashioned, straight up horror comedy. It's been a while since we've had a good, like, really solid horror comedy to come out. So, Renfield was uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed this movie. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure I'll watch it again at some point. Yeah. Oh, hey, real quick, real quick. Before I know we're getting our time's running short, but have you watched? Did you watch any of the NHL playoffs over the weekend? Yeah, man, I'm a big. Uh, I've been following the the Florida Panthers. I know that that you're pulling for the other team, but for me, them Florida Panthers are deadly, and I've been saying it now for two months. Well, my favorite player is Matthew Kachuk. He used to play for the Flames, which is the team I follow. Mm-hmm. And he was my favorite player on the Flames, and we traded him last summer. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but man, he's playing lights out for the Panthers. I watched them Friday night. Man, they the way they shut out the Maple Leafs was yeah, awesome. Yeah, I've been, I've been watching them for the last two months because for some reason their game is most about every other night. And the Hulu uh, package that I got, yeah, Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus. Good deal. Yeah, so I've been watching a lot of their games. I'm a big fan of them Florida teams. I used to follow the New Jersey Devils, but now that Renny Rico feels the way that he feels about tackles, I'm scared of anything that has to come from this date. Um, <laughs> well, I will say this. Picking baseball games picking baseball games has been hard as hell. Uh, Charlie's here. Charlie's here. I haven't had an appearance by my cat in weeks on the show. Charlie, stop. Oh, no, he growled at you. He growled at you. Oh yeah. He's, he's he's barking at the cat. <laughs> the cat's wanting to fight. Uh oh, round thirty-seven. Here we go. <laughs> so yeah, you will have a show you. this weekend. What's that now? You do have a show coming this weekend. This this Friday. Yeah, Linderman's picks. Yeah, um, baseball's hard to pick right now. I was seeing in, in Linderman's picks this past Friday that the baseball climate is just weird. So, Jay, um, who, who takes the uh, – well, baseball is uh, – you'll know in in August, you'll know who gets red hot and who simmers down, and by then you'll have a better idea of where things are going. Well, yeah, the baseball season is just so long, okay? They play 162 games, and if you make the World Series, your season goes from late March – well, spring training actually starts in late February – and the World Series doesn't end till mid to late October. So, I mean, it's a long season. And, and baseball history has shown, recent baseball history, has shown that if you get hot at the right time, you can win a championship. Just ask the 2021 Braves or the 2019 Nationals. Uh, hell, even last year, the Phillies made the World Series because they got hot at the right time. They got hot. So, um, it, it, yeah, it, it's hard to say right now who's great and who's not because we have teams out there right now that are whooping ass like they're supposed to. But then again, we have teams that aren't supposed to be whooping ass playing very well. And it's thrown the betting climate off. So it's hard to choose a baseball game. Wow. So you definitely, you definitely would say that we have to wait a little bit longer to see who takes it all. Yeah, I mean, there are, as of right now, the best team, the two best teams, I want to choose one out of each 
league. Uh, the American League is probably Tampa Bay. Uh, I think all around that they have a really good team. They have a really good pitching staff led by Shane McClanahan, who, in my opinion, should win the Cy Young for the American League this year. Um, and they can hit. They're not very powerful, but they can hit. Uh, I think the Braves are the best team out of the National League right now, even though we just got fucking swept up in Toronto over the weekend. But uh, I think the biggest Braves problem right now is the bullpen. I think they need some bullpen help. As a matter of fact, I think they need a new closer to come in. But we shall see. We shall see. Um, But yet teams that are supposed to be good that are bad, like St. Louis. St. Louis Cardinals are supposed to be pretty good with their lineup, but guess what? They don't have any pitching. So if you're averaging five runs a game but giving up six, you're never going to win. I will say this about the Cardinals, though. They just they just swept the Red Sox this past weekend at Fenway. So maybe they're, you know, maybe they're getting on a roll. And how about on uh, on hockey? Uh, that Carolina-Florida series is going to be really good. It is. First of all, kudos. Kudos for the teams and the organization in the Southeast to keep the NHL <laughs> championship in the southeast because <laughs> because charlie gets upset if you don't <laughs> charlie well no, the cat's picking on him <laughs> but i love how a, a, a team from the southeast will make the stanley cup this year i love it man but uh, but I, I i still like carolina I, i've still got a roll with carolina i've been rolling with them since october when i picked them uh-huh so but I will say, I think this is going to be a seven-game series. And as far as the teams out west uh, of who's left, I think the Seattle Kraken take care of the Dallas Stars tonight. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then uh, so out west, you're going to have a Vegas-Seattle uh, Western uh, Conference Championship. And I think I like Vegas there. All right, Jay. And how many games before we see uh... – but we see our new QB here, speaking of Carolina. Bryce Young? Uh, yeah, Bryce Young, star for the Panthers. Seven games? Uh, well, first of all, you know the first game of the season is it's Panthers. In Atlanta. Yeah. It's in Atlanta. Uh, I think Bryce Young comes in and starts day one. Wow. You don't think Andy Dalton? The, the coach already said Andy Dalton. Is the coach bluffing us? Is he BSing us? I think Bryce Young's going to go out there during preseason and training camp and earn the top spot. Wow. But, I mean, I could be wrong, and I normally am. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't see, wow, a rookie, you're going to start, well, Carolina, I've seen some weird shit happening here. I hope I hope they, they, they develop him a little bit. Better. Started as a rookie? Huh? Cam Newton started as a rookie. Oh, but, man, he was built. He was ready, but I don't think this kid is ready for that. Was I mean, there's a little problem there with Bryce Young, you know, with his height and size and stuff, and I get it. And and there should be some concern, but, I mean, Drew Brees was short. Doug Flutie was short. Did they start their first game, their first season they started out? Uh, yeah, both of them. Both yeah. of them? Yeah. started with uh, the then San Diego Chargers, and then um, – um, who else? Uh, Doug Flutie started with the Bears. Well, we'll see. So coming to an end to the show next week, we'll come back with, I don't know what we're coming back with next week. We'll have to make up a, a decision. 
But for the great Jay Lenderman, I am Link, wishing each and every one of you a safe and wonderful week until the next one. See you then. Stay safe out there, Arthur Sigler and Renny Rico.